Coming up, NBL heads into round 15 and there is plenty happening once more. The Kings have plenty of question marks to deal with at the moment. So do the latter leaders, having lost two of their past three. Award season's into the thick of it. There's plenty of talk about the MVP. What about the coach of the year? And then, of course, round 15 gets underway tomorrow. That's coming up on NBL Now. Good morning. It is Tuesday, the 9th. January, Joel Peterson and Damon Lowry with you to kick off your week of NBL now. Good morning, Damon. Buenos dias, mi amigo. Si, senor. Si. Uh, how are you this morning? Sensational, man. Sensational. Still wired up from the last round. I'm going to uh, make... I know you do missions. I'm going to make my mission to learn more than three words of Spanish so I can at least uh, ask how you are in that particular language on these podcasts. Um, we always start these shows on Tuesdays with a weekend winner, Damon. Uh, who have you got for me as we kick off this Tuesday? Man, how can you go past the Adelaide 36ers? Bottom of the ladder, you got the, the championship team from 25 years ago in the building, along with 9,000 of their mates. And you got the ladder leader, Melbourne United, in the building, and they knock them off. I mean... <laughs> It snowed, Joe. It snowed in Toowoomba. Like, what were the odds? So I, I can't go past the 36ers. They play with everything that Scott Ninnis has been asking of them with heart, with determination, with spirit, with just grit. They showed it all out there. And you can't help but wonder, can this team do more of this? So that's what's wild about NBL 24. It is the wildest reality TV show I've ever seen. Anything can happen and don't nobody know anything. Yeah, you're not wrong there. I usually keep out of this segment. I'm usually pretty happy to leave this to you, and, and this is your domain. I'm just going to piggyback off the back of it. The Adelaide 36ers jerseys. Oh my lord! Now that I don't, I don't have a te- I don't have a dog in the fight in in the NBL. I don't support a team. I never have. Um, I I just think they are. They should wear them every game. They should wear them to bed. They should wear them in the shower. Um, they are incredible. Those those retro 36ers jerseys are just so, so good. Agreed. Everybody's retro jerseys are not sweet, but the 36ers, theirs are. Yep, yep. They and the Perth Wildcats have got some of the best jerseys in the league. You mentioned, the, I guess, the the way that the season's unfolding and just that last round, a little bit of snapshot. So the, the, the bottom beam, team beats the top team. Um, Southeast Melbourne play with no imports. Brisbane plays sort of with one and a half imports. Uh, the Kings are all of a sudden, you know, the reigning champions have fallen off the perch a little bit. They're back at 500. Um, th- the season, just sort of the ebbs and flows of it have been incredible this year. Every single round, you're going to see something that you thought you would never see. I've never seen a game with with three imports all not playing. Never seen it before. The round before, I had never seen two imports coming off the bench like what Brisbane Bullets did. And now it was good to see Casey Prather get 10 minutes of playing time, along with Shannon Scott's 20 minutes, which is why I say Brisbane play was kind of one and a half imports. But yeah, every single round, man, you're going to see something. Yeah, it's it's good fun. Um, one thing we are seeing at the moment is some struggles in Sydney. Uh, the Kings, of they're a bit like the Danish royal family. And, the, you know, they've abdicated the throne, Damon. They've just left things behind for someone new to come in. Um what what are you seeing from from Sydney at the moment? What I know you've got a bit of a theory on them. What is that, Joe? I don't like to. I don't normally advocate for speculation, but I'm gonna. The Kings have left me no choice but to speculate. 
Now, Coach Mahmoud, his team is in a bad mood. I think, Joe, and I could be wrong. I just want to put that out there. I could be wrong, but I think he, the team doesn't, they're confused. They don't know what this guy is on about. He's got a resume, G League title, NBA assistant coach, but this is not his team. Unlike a year ago, two years ago, when Chase Buford showed up on the scene, it wasn't his team either, but Chase Buford brought in Jalen Adams. That was his guy from Wisconsin. Whereas Mahmoud, Coach Mahmoud, doesn't have a guy. He just shows up and goes, hey, who's on the team? Hey, what are you guys like? Hey, this is how I'm going to play you. Mahmoud doesn't know about Angus Glover. He don't know what the glove did last year. I mean, yes, I'm sure he's watched the games in the finals. He doesn't know the intricacies of what made these guys tick and what made these guys back-to-back champs. The guys are confused. And JP, this is the era. If guys don't like you, if you confuse guys, they'll quit on you, man. They will quit on you. And right now, the Kings are teetering on quitting on this dude. That's what I'm saying right now. They forced me to speculate. Make me change my mind. Can they salvage their season, Damon? Or, or as their record indicates, are they just a 500 team? They are a 500 team and sliding. Now, I'm looking at the press conference. We've all seen it. And Coach Mahmoud is saying things like, they've got to commit. Things have to change. When they play hard, when you when your coach starts saying stuff like that, those are givens. You're supposed to play hard no matter who the coach is. You're supposed to be committed no matter what, what they put out there. That's what you're supposed to do. They're not doing it. So now he is, he is lost for words. He's repeating himself all the time. So the Kings, yeah, they might creep into the six, but it's going to be a quick, a quick playoff run for them guys. Okay. So, uh, that's, they've got a lot of work to do have the Sydney Kings. There's no doubt about that. At the other end of the, I guess the, the top end of the ladder, Melbourne United have lost two of their past three. So they had a really good win against the Kings last Thursday. Uh, New Year's Eve, they went down to Cairns and they come out. And, and as we discussed earlier, they get done by Adelaide in front of a record crowd at the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. Have you got any question marks over United with, with their current form? Not, not too much. Only because they've, they've been the best team all season. And you're not going to go undefeated. You're not going to run the table. They're, they're not that dominant. They're, they're, they're the best team in the league, but they're not that dominant. You know what I mean? And that win they had against the Kings is, that's a good win for them, but they're playing the Kings and the Kings right now. Eh. And they ran up on the 36ers and it is so hard. You can say all the right things. Vickerman Dean can put all the right stuff up on the whiteboard, but when a dude, when teams walk out there and see the bottom place team, they think, Oh, this is a beatdown. You guys can't beat us. I don't care what you're over there talking about in your huddle. And then it came out lackadaisical and got absolutely smoked by the 36ers. So I just feel like once all the ball is for real, I think the United will be right where we thought they were going to be. They're still yeah, an imposing presence at the top of the ladder. Their coach, Dean Vickerman, he'll be in the coach of the year debate at the end of the season. The MVP discussion has been kicking off and, you know, it looks like Bryce Cotton's got that sewn up. Um, but the awards races are always fascinating. And coach of the year is a really interesting one. So you've got Vickerman, who's the coach of the best side in the competition. Someone like John Rilly, who salvaged a horrible start for the Wildcats to sit second. Um, and then you've got a Justin Tatum, 
who who came in late and has the interim tag. But if you take Illawarra's season at a hole, they're still below five hundred. But he's well above that. It's going to be a that's going to be a really fascinating decision when uh, when the voting gets down to the the business end on coach of the year. Ah, the coin coach of the year now. Dean Vickerman, I'm, I'm from that school where the best team's coach is generally the coach of the year. Although Melbourne United are not that dominant, it's not a given and it's going to be Dean. Now, coach is a noun. But JP, coaching is a verb. And who's doing a better job of coaching than Justin Tatum right now? His team got the most collective buy-in. Have they been truly, truly tested? Yeah, a couple of times they dropped one at home to Tazzy pretty bad. Um, yeah, look, they still are tracking better than any team I feel right now from a collective point of view, from a chemistry point of view. And Justin Tatum slash Coach Carter has got these dudes believing in themselves more than any other team in the league right now, I think. It's it's interesting. Like, it's you sort of set it up and, well, if, if the award went to the coach of the Illawarra Hawks for the season, there's no chance that he's in the discussion because he inherits some of Jacob Jacobus, but just his ability so far has been great. And uh, John Rilly over in Perth, I mean, from the way that they started the season, he made some changes and, and you know, Bryce Cotton's got going in the interim, but he made changes to their rotation and, and that's clearly worked. Johnny really had to fight off his own people in WA. The army turned on him. So this dude has been coaching with all the with all the knives in his back for the majority of the season until they turned it around, and now they are as hot as fish grease. And Bryce is, is just since in scintillating form. Hiram Harris, can I say that Hiram Harris is in scintillating form as well? Yep. Then they all they they all balling. So uh, yes, yeah, so John really is definitely a major major candidate for this award. If you had to give it out tomorrow, who does it go to? Justin Tatum. Okay. Brought a team back from the dead. Resurrected these zombies from the... He inherited a team full of extras from a Michael Jackson thriller video. Turned them into some all-star dudes. And now look at them. So for mine right now, it's Justin Tatum. Yeah, they're pulling off the Michael Jackson moves at the moment. The Illawarra Hawks. Uh, of course, round 15 kicks off tomorrow. Um, it's a big weekend for Brisbane. They they get us started up at Nissan Arena against Tassie. Um, they're back in the top six after round 14. But, I mean, really, they've got, they're, they're at home against Tassie and Illawarra. So a home double this weekend. They win both. It could really set them up to, to make a run at the play-in. They lose both. And all of a sudden, they might be out of the picture. What do you expect from the Bullets as they, they kick us off tomorrow night against the Jack Jumpers? They've been rejuvenated. It wasn't that long ago I had I had to cross them off. Back when Chris Smith and, and, and Shannon Scott was combining for two points, kind of like what me and you were combined for right now, we were playing. All of a sudden, they, they get Casey Prather. What a steal. <laughs> what a late season steal. And the biggest move they've made, is Justin Schuler has decided that you know what? Yeah, Nathan Sobey, you're a 34 minute a guy. 34 minutes a game. Sobey is gonna, you have to live with a couple of Sobey shots. So what, man? The dude is too good. He has been in great form ever since, playing like an MVP. And now this team has got new life. They got Rocco Zakarski out there 
just throwing away nonsense. He's a nonsense, non-negotiated. Don't come in here with that. They've got all the kind of pieces gelling at the right time. So now they got these home games coming up, albeit they got the Hawks and the Jack Jumpers. If they can get those two, Joe, they are a legitimate playoff team. They can be they brought to come up for those two. And I think it's it's over for them. Yes, they're going to be they're going to be right in the conversation. I'm I'm a little bit offended that you think we could only combine for two points. I mean, I reckon I could find you for a corner three, or I'm not going to be I'm not going to be providing the points, but I'll just set you up, and I think we could we could get more than two points. Um, and then Thursday, so we roll straight into Sydney and Adelaide, which on the surface looks like a team coming off a good win against a team coming off a couple of losses, and then you throw in the fact that DJ Vasiljevic. He's going against his former side in front of what will be another massive crowd in Adelaide, and it could be a very spicy night. Oh, yeah. And don't DJ love some spice? I think that DJ hates their guts, <laughs> their basketball guts. DJ probably felt that they wronged him. You know what I mean? The whole offseason kind of thing. There's been some words exchanged previously uh, by King's management. DJ would love nothing more he wished this game was in Sydney, to be honest. But he's going to have to do it in Adelaide. And, man, Scotty Nittis got to let him loose. DJ's been playing with that kind of chip on his shoulder ever since he got into the league. This is who this guy is. So I'm expecting fireworks out of DJ. And you know what? Just quality, Joe. Adelaide probably got that irrational confidence to think, could we run the table and win all nine of our last games? <laughs> Even though it's highly unlikely, I bet them dudes somehow think that. They do. They get to 15 and 13, and then that, that's been the mark that the teams have finished sixth with the past two years. So who knows? As, as we as we said at the top, Damon, anything can happen in this wild reality TV show that is NBL 24. Uh, good to chat to you this morning. Plenty to get through, as always, Damon. Uh, have a good week, and uh, look forward to uh, hearing about your, your mission on the weekend. Stay tuned. Look forward to it. Damon Lowry there, NBL champion. Thanks for your company this morning. NBL now back through the week. And, of course, all the latest news on the NBL app and nbl.com.au.